Oh yeah, off to the races. Are you ready to cry? I'm always ready to cry I'm right now. I'm always ready to cry, dude. I don't even bother to stop and think anymore. I'm like, because I used to be like, oh, is it PMS? Is it this? Have I had too much sugar? Is it whatever? I don't even ask those questions anymore. I'm just like, it's feelings. My face is wet. Is it constant distress and agony and anxiety? (laughs) Anxiety. Like brand new brands of anxiety that you never knew. Ah, Speaking of which... Yes. Uh, uh-huh. I guess I should technically save this for recommendations later, but that said, I know I'm going to forget it. So I would rather share it right now. Okay. Um, my friend, Frances Fisher, mm-hmm. who played my mom in Love on the Run, yes. shared a thing today called Happiness Chemicals and How to Hack Them. So, oh, I've seen that going around. Yes. This is for our our dearest friends, dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins. Dopamine is the reward chemical. Good girl, here's a cookie. Um, <laughs> we can get dopamine by completing a task, by performing self-care, by eating, and by celebrating little wins. Oh. Yes. Uh, serotonin is the mood stabilizer. We can get extra serotonin by meditating, by running, by being out in the sun, by taking a walk outside in nature, by swimming, or by cycling. I gather that that means that's also, that's mostly an exercise hormone. Because I don't think it's only related to running and swimming and cycling. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, oxytocin is the love hormone. You can get extra oxytocin through your bloodstream by playing with a dog, playing with a baby, or I imagine a child, but definitely a baby. Uh, holding. I'm, I feel like you're really making a broad sweep here. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's not what I, that's not what I'm gonna get. From. <laughs> from holding a baby but please continue (laughs) by holding someone's hand by hugging someone or by giving compliments we can mm -hmm. that uh that boosts our oxytocin and finally endorphins are painkillers we can boost our endorphins by laughing by doing uh exercises for laughing by using essential oils watching a comedy eating dark chocolate, and exercising. So. Yay. So in case you were wondering how to get all your fucks in. (laughs) There is no multivitamin, but (laughs) those are just some ideas because they, uh, it's hard to find them in nature right now. It's. Oh, it is. It's a tough one. Oh, welcome to all the fucks, you guys. Welcome to all the fucks. We have so many of them. We have a surfeit of fucks, and we are always, always surfeit. happy to share our abundance, our bounty of fucks with you. <laughs> I'm our Jen Ponton. I'm Lillian Bustle, I think. <laughs> On day. And, um,. Here on All the Fucks, we tell you stories of the heart and soul and embarrassing brain. <laughs> yes. Yes, for sure. I um, my, I have had so many fucks because I have been listening to the new Alanis Morissette uh, album, which dropped on Friday. And I described oh, it this way. Friday. 
Yeah, well, people didn't hear about it because it was the same day that Beyonce's um, oh, album dropped. Oh, yeah. yes, okay. Well, and I didn't. I only heard about any of this because because I logged into a new Spotify account and it was like, we don't know who you are, so maybe you want these things. <laughs> Whereas before it was like, I don't know, do you want an obscure big band leader and something that's called future bass, which I don't. That was exactly what I was going to say yours would be. <laughs> do you want, do you want, do you want like a blend between hip hop and swing? And Puddles the Clown. But yes, Puddles the Clown and maybe some music that sounds like it should be in the background of a very exciting video game. <laughs> But like a puzzle game. <laughs> do you want, would you want like Dr. Mario remixes? Um, yes. But when I, I was describing how uh, the the new Alanis made me feel, um, I said it it's allowing me to scoop up my melancholy into my lap and pet it like a cat. I loved that so much. That and that's perfect. really like I haven't, al- not. it's not that I haven't allowed myself that. It's just that I've, felt so, I mean, and dissociated isn't the right word either, but I felt so removed from so many different parts of my emotions, which mm. I'm sure it's just all of our defense mechanisms being like, I'm trying to take care of you, pumpkin. Right. Um, but it, that I was like, and to hear it from her, which was such a, 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 a the soothing voice of ennui for my teenage years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. The power Where of it was that like, voice. It's okay to feel shitty and angry and like just... <laughs> Alanis with her big beautiful mouth just stroking my hair um yeah it was that all over again but with songs like uh reasons why I drink and I was like oh yes (laughs) Alanis is all grown up too so this is called such pretty forks in the road Ooh, it's great there are like three that I don't really care about but they're still fine uh I did um we recently got Costco sometimes has really good prices on things, and sometimes it's like, eh, whatever. But I went over um, when we were there the other day, and there was this giant pork loin. Mm-hmm. When I say giant, I mean it was at it was at least six pounds, and like not like the length of my femur. Like it was <laughs> enormous. And I picked it up, and I was like, ha ha, we should get this. And I looked down, and it was. $12.50. And I was like, oh, yes. Let's we're getting, get this. We're getting this. And then I chopped it up into four reasonable sized roasts. So I did I did do a, a, like a, a high temperature on the on the pork the other day. Ooh. But yeah, $12. $12. 12 bucks. I wanted to, I looked around as, as if to be like, are you guys seeing this? <laughs> Take it and run, girl. I know. That wouldn't that have been great if I had just been like, nobody knows. Oh, my God. My giant food win. I put it under my skirt like divine. <laughs> yes. I'm not just going to smuggle a steak, y'all. My epic food win is that on that last week, my mom came over to visit and we stayed far apart from each other on the deck and we ordered food together and we ordered food from our favorite Italian place that does a ton of gluten free stuff. And I have literally never done this when ordering from them, but I passed their subs page and I was like, oh, an Italian sub sounds Ah. so good. 
Naham, yum, and I yum. was like, yes, I want that on their gluten-free fucking Italian bread. And with all the gabagool and the provolone and the prosciutto, yeah, like, hook yeah, me mom, 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 up. Mom. That shit got delivered. I cannot tell you. I can't tell you the last time I ate an Italian sub because I'm gluten-free. Oh, oh, my God. They had gluten-free sub, sub exactly. bowls, Exactly. Oh, so good. And they were a good substitution. Like, you know, sometimes it really sucks. Um, uh-huh. But they were a really good substitution, and it was so delicious that we went back a couple nights later and got one to go. Yay! Good, so good, great. good. Oh, my God. All those fucking processed hams. <laughs> they were delicious. Um, nom, 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 nom. Big time. Oh, bananas. Oh, so, so one of the things that is unfortunately about to happen, um, we know it's almost back to school time. Mm-hmm. Whether or not it ought to be. So, I mean, I have, I'm sure everybody has very strong opinions about all of this. Um, And rather than harping on any of those opinions, Jen and I thought that we might talk about our school times. We sure did. Um, And especially back to school. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I will, I will, uh, I will kick it off by saying one of the most bizarre things for me ever was the very first year that I did not have a back to school coming at me, right? So I had just, I had graduated from college in May, and then in August, I was like, I'm so excited. And then by the end of August, I was like, oh, shit, I have a job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I have to go to work. Yeah. Uh I liked my job, but like, yeah, there was no, uh, there was no anything to get ready for. Mm -hmm. And I would say that while I don't really feel the, like, the bittersweet effect of that anymore, um, the same way I think a lot of people actually do. I feel like a lot of people around this time of year start getting very, um, feeling longing for that. Sure. And it kind of got washed out of me in the first year. <clears throat> oh, wow. I, I like, oh, every year, weird. every year in September, I buy a pack of pens and a notebook. <gasps> Every year, and I get such joy, and sometimes some stickers. I get so much joy out of it, except for the fact that notebooks are expensive. F mm-hmm. now, there's like, would you like uh, this? This is one has a nice cover, and it has three pockets. It is ten dollars. Oh, I'm sorry. Barf. What? Who? Remember? I mean, the single subjects used to be like ten for ten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, even less. I remember ours were like seventy cents. Yeah. Um. But like my preferred my my notebook of choice. Oh, it doesn't even have a brand on it. I have a really good one right now. Um, that is, it's like journal size. It's not a full size, and um, it has dividers. But this shit doesn't have any pockets in it at all. And I remember looking at that one, and the pocket one was like four dollars more. Oh my god! <laughs> so I said no thanks. <laughs> Besides, you don't end up using those pockets anyway. Well, I don't. Not true. I have, I, I mostly use my um, notebooks for journaling. And mm-hmm. so when I go back through, um, I've got like ticket stubs and things like that. I have little shit tucked into all of my pockets, which I would be doing now if I was, well, A, going anywhere to get ticket stubs from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay. So when I think of back to school. A, I think of my mom getting stressed out for no reason. Um, 
I think about possibly getting a new backpack or having to deal with the fact that I was going back to school with a a dirty, shitty backpack from last year. Um, And I think about, like, the first day of school and the way the school smelled. Like, there's a million things about the first day of school, but that smell um, Mm -hmm. that's, like, part... Rubber. Well, for me, at the time, yeah, a little bit of rubber. A, mine was chalkboard. Motherfucker. <laughs> I had this unplugged for quite some time. <laughs> Why'd you guys plug it back in? Because uh, it wasn't charging the handset, and then I needed to actually use it. And then oh, I, dumb. Dumb, 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 dumb. So I think about, um, I think about uh, chalkboard smell. Which, thank mm. God, they don't use those anymore because so dusty and bad for your So I'm dusty. Sure. Oh, my God. Can you imagine being a teacher and constantly having chalk hands? Oh, no. Barf. And in your mouth. Barf. Barf. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, and then the smell of the school cafeteria, like whatever weird slop was for lunch, just like wafting down the hallway and into the classroom and those mm. those smells together are so specific for me and then at the beginning of the year there's like a little bit of a new book smell oh yes yes I, lo- I loved it whenever the textbooks that I especially the reading books were mm-hmm. new which was such a that, rarity right like the school was never rare. bought new books mm-hmm. but when you got a new textbook mm. that the school had just purchased oh my god Oh, the joy. The joy. And they were, because they were new purchases, they were always like cutting edge with their graphic design and with the pictures they included inside. And I was like, these are kids not from 1970. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, like in second grade, I had a reader that was like, it had a bunch of 70 as, like as, as much as a hot air balloon can look like it's from the 70s. There were four of those on the front of the book. And then, yeah, everything else was like... that was, like, the fucking like, math book, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, no. This was the reading book. Um, and it was uh, one of those Houghton Mifflin ones. And, um, uh, uh, yeah, everybody just looked real, like, as as 70... Like, wide lapels, stuff where <laughs> even in, like, 19... What? 84, 85? Mm-hmm. I was like, this is too retro for me. How can I possibly relate to these children? Um... <laughs> Uh, 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 yeah, and then you get the new ones, and you're like, oh, this was just taken last year. Right, right, yes. Always interesting fonts and colors, and yeah, yeah. It kind of makes you me guys... wonder what old books now are from, like if they're from, like, 1995 or 2000. Oh, do they still use textbooks? <laughs> oh, that's fair. We don't know. We don't have children. We don't. I will also say in the vein of smells – um, <laughs> Ew, that's a gross way to say it. <laughs> in the vein of smells. like it's not in the smell of veins. <laughs> going back to school, yes, yes, yes. And like always that sort of rubber smell, right? Always mm-hmm. that sort of like the rubber sealing on all of the doors. Oh, okay. Uh, kind of was an interesting, the smell of sawdust kind of always. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, the rubber smelled like both basketballs and kickballs and rubber sneakers. Yes, 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 yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And 
I would say that that, that rubbery smell is probably like the grand uniter of, of all kinds of schools, right? Like oh, kindergartens sure. and grade schools, elementary, middle schools, high school. When I, two years ago, something like two years ago, I went, uh, my old high school turned into a middle school um, because our district had been growing so much that it like our beautiful old high school had like more trailers than kids in classrooms right right so for like 20 or 30 years they were promising a brand new high school a brand new high school finally they make the new high school in 2017 and they move all the high schoolers there and the old high school this beautiful historic building becomes the middle school and there was a day a couple years ago when i was invited to speak for like the eighth graders for like a career day and okay i go to the school and first of all they've they gutted all of the beauty from it. Like, it used Mm. to be ancient old tiling from the early 1900s. And basically, they replaced all the tile with linoleum. And there were these gorgeous, giant, arched hallways with high ceilings. They installed acoustic drop tile. Okay. I'm honestly nauseated right now. Wow. thinking about it. However... However, um, I so there was a lot that was not bringing the nostalgia in for me. But the second that I started to go into the gym, mm-hmm. because the gym was a more current area of the school, so they didn't have to do anything to it. The mm. second that I walked through the double doors that led to the gym, I was, I was blown away. <laughs> Oh, yeah? Nostalgia, yeah, because the smell there was so, I mean, I was smelling the resin on all the bleachers and everybody's, Mm -hmm. and I was smelling the locker rooms and all the basketballs Mm -hmm. and the fucking cinder blocks, and it was crazy. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's so specific, and I was never a fan of the gym, but Mm -hmm. that smell was so specific and comforting, Mm -hmm. like, just like, Yes. Mm. I, I I honestly got disoriented. Like it, oh. it it flew it was like that moment in Poltergeist when Carol Ann's when Carol Ann's spirit goes through her mother and her oh, mother Jesus. spins around and she's touching herself. She's like, It was her, I can smell her, I can smell her and she's like Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Okay, okay. That's weirdly how I felt going wow. into my high school gym. <laughs> That's amazing. Which, well, I will say, I mean, I didn't have any particularly fond memories of it. It's not nearly as bad as the memories that I had of my elementary school gym, so. Oh, we had a cafetorium <laughs> in elementary school. Yeah, exactly. And and everything was terrible. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's hard to, like, work out while everything still smells like overheated corn from <laughs> earlier. Yes. Oh, God. You're like, let's do some cherry pickers. And you just your nose is filled with turkey chunks and gravy. Oh, God. Oh, good, good Oh, well, let's memories. talk about that while we're on there. Um, So school lunches, did you have any? Because when I was a kid, we used to get a menu. 
like a menu for the month to take home so that your parents could decide whether or not they wanted to send you with a bag lunch. Yes, 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 yes. And now I'm wondering if, if like, the parents' decision on that was more for picky eaters. Like, well, I know that little Sally won't like this, so. Sure, um, sure. And I, I'm pretty sure we got a menu printed every month or maybe every week, and we took it home to our parents, and I went through, I, I, there were there were probably as many times when I took a bag lunch as there were when I ate the school lunch. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if it was... Honestly, it was probably me trying to fit in. <laughs> it was probably... Wait, was fitting in buying the lunch or bringing your lunch? Uh, it, it, it ebbed and flowed. Oh, interesting. Isn't that weird? Huh. Yeah, it ebbed and flowed. And so there were, but um, yeah, there were times that I would bring and times that I would, oh my God, what just flew into my brain? <gasps> oh my God. Oh, it might have been, oh man. Oh, I can't grab onto it, Lillian, but oh shit. There, uh, just thinking of like the problems with bringing your bag lunch, right? Oh, um, yeah. Bringing your bag There's lunch. There's logistical issues there would mean that they couldn't go in a fridge, right? Right. Yeah. No, we didn't have a fridge. You just, like, kept your lunch in your backpack or whatever. Mm-hmm. I or your desk. F- or your desk. I feel like there was an occasion where, oh, this definitely happened. I wish I could remember. You and I need to go under hypnosis. That's what <gasps> has happened. I actually would like to do that. I would like to continue. do that, too. Let's, let's, let's hook it up. Let's just have this rolling while we're both hypnotized. Oh, are you kidding me? I'm not going to get hypnotized and not know what happened. Yeah. Yeah, we're <laughs> recording that shit for sure. Uh, I Okay. There was some kind of – there was some kind of maybe field trip, a school trip or a camp trip. I can't remember which. And I think – oh, I forgot my lunch. Oh God! It was I my forgot my lunch on field fault. trips before. Uh-huh. Yeah, yes. or or I got to school and I forgot that there was a field trip, so I didn't ask for a bag lunch. Or maybe that wasn't shouldn't have been my responsibility. But regardless, <laughs> uh, right, right. I think once you're in high school, maybe, but before that, no. Mm, um, no, this was not in high school. Yeah, I no. There was one time that. I'm pretty sure I forgot my bag lunch on a field trip. And I think, I think the teachers may have, like, come together to collect some items for me. It was one of the, like, most alienating, <laughs> like, solitary, sad feelings of not being taken care of I've ever had. Mm, <laughs> Even sorry. if it was my own fault, you know? Just, like, being in this place I didn't know with 30 children I hated. <laughs> that yeah. Was, that was the... That was most of it, right? Uh-huh. But yeah. There were... Um, there was at least one occasion where I should have had food to bring with me and I didn't. Um, yeah, that's fucking crazy. I, have I not just remember. About that in a long so, time. so bringing a lunch for me meant a couple of things. Um, one was that I didn't like my mother's cooking, no matter what it was. So, if cooking meant just making a sandwich, that I also didn't like that. Like I, we got, we were very poor, and so we had like the cheapest, cheapest bread. 
I think that at the time you could still get a loaf of bread for like 50 cents. And um, I know, I'm old. So uh, uh, she would put a ton of mayonnaise on it and then like three pieces of that budding turkey, which you buy in a bag. I, maybe they don't make what it anymore. What turkey but it's like, comes in a bag? Describe this for me. So it's cold cuts. But it is super, super processed cold cuts. B-U-D-D-I-G is the the brand. And it tastes, it's thin, very thin slice, which my mom liked. Um, but the outside edge, it, I, it almost needed to be peeled off because the outside edge was so chewy. Like it, like it was a coating, kind almost of. Almost like a sausage. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, in order to eat these sandwiches, I would pray that my mom had put potato chips in my bag so that I could put the potato chips on the sandwich and mask the flavor of the sandwich. And then there was probably like a red delicious apple, which I thought I didn't like apples for a very long time because they were mealy and shitty. So, oh. so if I was – if I had a bagged lunch – it was absolutely something that I was probably not going to want to eat. And nobody would trade with me because it was shitty. Sometimes it would be a fun surprise, like a messy-ass leaking thermos full of soup. Oh, God. (laughs) That was kind of still hot, but maybe not. Um, And or some, like, heated up or leftover. She hardly ever sent me with leftovers, but I do remember there being Hormel chili involved. Um, Or, like, the banana got bruised as hell in my backpack, like – I loved buying my lunch, and I don't remember who made the decision about that, whether it was me or mom, as to whether or not I was going to buy my lunch that day. But, like, I, when I think about, I think about pizza with those tiny little square pepperonis on it, like oh, the super yeah, hard, yeah, yeah. chewy pepperonis. The um, crust isn't even a crust. Got a, like, I don't no. even know what to call it. No, no. It's stark it's, white. <laughs> yes, it's like a cracker. Yeah. Um, I remember um, turkey chunks and gravy were, were really good, um, but I liked it better when it was on the rice instead of the mashed potatoes. And I remember um, sometimes there would be like a weird hot dessert, like a cobbler or something. That was always fascinating to me because my mom didn't make anything like that. Uh, and then taquitos were also taquitos. They made taquitos. We had taquitos. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I for my. Elementary school, I had the hot lunch there uh, regularly, um, and I would go, I'm still like this, like I'll get into a rut with some, a pleasant rut with something. I'll decide that I like something for like several weeks or months, and then I'm done with it, <laughs> and then I move <laughs> yeah. on. So like, uh-huh. for example, since the beginning of quarantine, I have been making myself um, scrambled eggs with spinach and uh, a little mozzarella and tomatoes every single day for the last like 150 days. <laughs> wow, yum yum. That is my breakfast. I love it. Sometimes it's not my breakfast, by which I mean in a month I might be done with it and might be ready to move on to like chia oatmeal, right? And that will be <laughs> what I do for another hundred. Right? But right. this is this is where I find comfort from. Uh, and unstable <laughs> childhood. Sure. So yeah. there were whole swaths of time where all I would want was like a bologna sandwich. And I, I was talking to my mom about this the other day because um, my mom did not like bologna. Um, in fact, her dad 
would make fried bologna and she hated it. And she and she then said the only thing better than cold bologna or the only thing worse than fried bologna is cold bologna. <laughs> <laughs> and because so much of lunch for me was about fitting in. When I saw kids eating bologna happily, I was like, what is that? And they're like, it's bologna. I'm like, that's a made up word. And they're like, no, it's not. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's what will make me less of a pariah. And I came home and I'm like, mom, I need bologna. And she's like, oh, baby, no. Like, uh, mom, I need no, bologna. No, mom, it's really critical. <laughs> So my poor mother found it, uh, found the strength to get like, you know, hyper processed Oscar Mayer bologna and make me bologna sandwiches for however long after, after each in their turn, you know, like tuna sandwiches and, uh, Oh, tuna does not, that doesn't, that doesn't, oh yeah, nice. Tuna doesn't doesn't go well in a, uh, in a school lunch though. It does not. So maybe I'm. Maybe I only ate tuna at home. Oh, no. I definitely had tuna oh, in no. my lunchbox. Oh, it no. was just disgusting. It and then it would make my lunchbox so... stink. Oh, no. And um, then nobody ever washed it properly. So then my lunchbox would just smell like tuna for a smell while. Smelling like tuna now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember anyone stopping, to be my, stopping being my friend because of that. But I would have. <laughs> like, I'm sure I already smelled weird anyway. Oh, baby. <laughs> oh, baby. Um, (laughs) I also remember uh, every so often, I think it was a quarter for an ice cream. Yeah. I didn't always have that extra for an ice cream, but man, I love those Nutty Buddy cones. Oh, where it was like, it's like a cone with like ice cream, but the ice cream doesn't go all the way to the bottom of the cone. And then at the top, there's like a caramel um, that there's a uh, like uh, what's it called magic shell um, mm-hmm. that crispy uh, chocolate layer with a couple of peanut noodles mm-hmm, and like if mm-hmm. you if you played your cards right then it would melt just enough to like get to the bottom of the cone and you could bite the bottom of the cone off and suck the rest of the ice cream out. Mm. Ooh, solid. I would say that the thing that I usually got because they were the cheapest, right? So they did have a lunch lady manned at the ice cream freezer. Mm-hmm. And you could probably get, like, an ice cream sandwich for a certain amount of change and uh, maybe, like, a shortcake bar, you know, the ones, Oh, with right? the sprinkles the crumb, on the outside. The crumbly ones, yeah. the ones, crumbles. Yeah, yeah um, I like those. Those, maybe those were available, but most notably were the little Jack and Jill vanilla chocolate cups. Oh, that you would get the little wooden spoon with? They would come with a little wooden spoon, and I want to say they were like 35 cents. Oh. Yeah. So uh, I didn't always have extra money for them, but I certainly did sometimes. Um, I, yeah, I would would buy my lunch a fair amount of the time. It was really like half and half. Do you know what? Go on. Sorry. I'm, I'm putting a pin. Go on. Uh, until high school, when uh-huh. I never brought my lunch, ever, 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 um, and my habit of eating the exact same thing for nine years until I decided to swap <laughs> to another one, I virtually only ate uh, – at high school, we had two cafeterias. We had the hot cafeteria, which was what – we had always had it as kids, right? You take the tray and they put whatever, you know, three or four items you want. Yeah. And then we had one called the a la carte. And again, 
peer pressure, where are most kids eating? They're not eating from the normal hot lunch. Right. The a la carte was just like this bin. Uh, uh, it was just like a like a couple little hot and cold, um, like grab and goes. And okay. so you could get you could get like burgers and fries, or you could get really simple sandwiches that were like turkey and cheese, ham and cheese, whatever. Okay. And I'm pretty sure I ate turkey and cheese and fries every single day for four years. Wow. <laughs> That's commitment. I like it. Was it was commitment. Yep. Um, um, sometimes I, there was a burger, but yeah. Oh, I don't – the school burgers were not great. Oh, I they were I, great. <laughs> I didn't really eat in the cafeteria in high school, so I don't remember much about that. Um, I told you I would, like, just – I would bring a box of, like, fucking Fruit Newtons, and I would eat, like, four yes. of them for lunch. I would, and then eat some of one of my friend's lunches. Like, it was <laughs> so terrible. I do not remember – drinking water as a child Uh -uh. i don't remember and and the thought now to sit down and eat uh a shit pizza with possibly some shit green beans and let's say a nutty buddy at the end and wash it all down with milk who (laughs) who's eating pizza with milk are we still doing that to children Uh, are we still telling yeah why why do i know that milk whatever calcium okay sure I just don't understand why milk is the thing that children are so full of. And I only, I don't, I never had a water bottle. Like, it was always like you would go to the water fountain and sometimes it would taste nasty. Mm-hmm. Right. No, water was never a directive. It kind of only became a directive that I was even remotely aware of in, like, the late 90s, maybe? Uh, water became a big thing for me when I moved to Florida, for sure. Yeah. So I, I so had, what, I mean, yeah. So yeah. we, my roommates and I just had like thousands of water bottles all over the place. And we refilled <laughs> them. We refilled right. them plenty. But right. um, when we were living off campus, excuse me, hiccup burp. When we were living off campus, um, the water in St. Augustine tastes like sulfur. So we would go to Winn-Dixie and we would fill up, we would refill our gallons and just keep them in the fridge. Oh, girl. It was like, it was much cheaper if you brought your own jugs. <laughs> I If there's one thing I've always had, it's jugs. <laughs> Speaking of sulfur, I had friends who lived, I had family friends who lived in Rock Hall, Maryland, and they neglected to tell us before we went down there um, my parents and I, that the town water was super sulfuric. So mm-hmm. all of your showers smelled like yes. eggs. Uh-huh. <laughs> all yeah. your showers, brushing your teeth, smelled like eggs. Drinking water, smelled like eggs. Like, how does someone even navigate their life <laughs> with that as the through line? <laughs> no, no. Well, I mean, you stop smelling it after a while, obviously. Uh. But, like, no. Where was this? Rock Hall, Maryland. Okay, I won't go there. Uh, do not go there. It was so gross. <laughs> That's, I mean, so, okay, uh, the, our tap water didn't smell, it didn't stink. You could take a shower like a normal human being, but, like, you definitely, it was minerally when you tasted it. Taste, it was very hard water, and it was uh, like, yeah. 
Um, so it was it was not unsafe to drink, but you definitely didn't smell the sprinklers everywhere. If you got caught, if you were like making out down by the fort in college, and then the sprinklers came on, then you would you would be dragging your your eggy ass home. But no, uh, um, uh, and that's all. <laughs> you also got caught kissing in the sprinklers. <laughs> well, you don't sit in the sprinklers. You sit in a field. You sit on the lawn, right? Yes, right <laughs> by the tree where everybody goes to make out. But the sprinklers um, gonna get you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're out till it was, you'd have to be out. Then you'd be like, "Oh, it's four o'clock in the morning. What have I done?" <laughs> and then you, you know, then at that point you're like, "I brought this on myself." Um, <laughs> um, God, smells. Uh, uh, the gym for sure. Did you take any art classes in high school? I or, didn't I mean, actually. Bizarrely, because I really loved art. Uh, I really loved art in elementary school and was good at it in elementary school. And mm-hmm. I think the same way that you and I have like, <laughs> it's funny, I was talking about this with my best friend the other day, and you and I have discussed it at length too. Like the whole idea of I don't want to do something that I'm not good at. Yes. <laughs> and I feel like there was something about high school, about just being at an age where you could be really good at something. Yes. Where it was more likely that you could have be truly good at it. And how all of the things that I was like pretty good at in elementary school, I just like I went to high school and I realized just how good people could be at art. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. I'm not that kid. And <laughs> the same thing with yeah. band. Like I played yep. clarinet, but I played it not well. <laughs> so and then I saw how well the kids in band played it I'm like oh so definitely not that either so there was a lot I mean and even to the point where the way I performed as a student I was just a much larger student body with people who could think circles around me and it helped me double and triple down on the things that I was truly very good at yeah, that absolutely makes sense. Because I was like, totally oh, this sense. is my lane. Yes, this yeah. is definitely – I'm still going to sing. I'm still going to act. I'm still going to be, like, a loud mouth for hire. <laughs> 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 That's all fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we did – of course, we did plenty of art in, in elementary school. I don't think that I had any art in middle school, which is maybe why I wanted to swing back to it. I know. I it's weird how different everything is. It's really weird. And I feel like you don't really know that until you're an adult. Do you know this motherfucker? So my husband, as per the reunions episode, my husband is from a much different area of the state than I am. He's from a much, much wealthier uh, county than I was. I'm from mm. the sticks. It's all very rural. It's fairly low income, uh, lower middle. And he's from... Uh, where, you know, a, a very good number of people are millionaires. And the same way that you and I learned recorder in third grade. <laughs> yeah. The recorders are passed out. You learn to play hot cross buns. <laughs> like, it's a 20-cent instrument. Yes. Do you know what my husband and all of his classmates got for their third grade instrument? Oh, my. Goddamn Violins. <gasps> what? Viol- Who gives an eight-year-old a violin? Who oh, gives- no, especially against their will. <laughs> uh, right. Who gives a group of 
eight-year-old's mandatory violence. No. Why would no. you do, like, a ukulele or something? For fuck's sake. Like, I can't even fathom the amount of taxpayer dollars that were wasted. <laughs> wow. That's also, we were, yeah, we were never given anything. We definitely had to buy our recorders. I remember that. Oh, I guess we probably did. Yeah, we had to buy them. And any, um... I remember band kids renting their band instruments, which I thought was disgusting. Oh, but I understand. Right. I understand Spit why anyone would do that. But I was like, "Oh my god, that is a lot of your mouth that's all over that." And it's not like you then take it to the dry cleaner. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm sure that somebody knows how to clean that thing, but but yeah. did they? But did they? <laughs> Those kids didn't. No. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. I guess we had to buy our our recorders. And that was like the first time anyone was ever sent locally to Dave Phillips Music and Sound, which was the local store for all of your music needs. Fun. It was was our um, colony... Records. Nice. Oh, Colony. <laughs> Bless. Ah, uh, R.I.P. Colony. Right? God, R.I.P. fucking everything, right? R.I.P. everything. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Human decency. Human decency. <laughs> A sense of stores. any level of order. Um, yeah, we would go to Dave Phillips Music and Sound, and Dave Phillips had everything. Dave Phillips had all kinds of instruments and all the sheet music one could ever want and, like, guitar accessories and amps and everything. So you'd get shuttled to Dave Phillips Music and Sound. You'd buy a recorder for whatever a recorder goes for in 1992. Right. And, um, or I guess you fucking buy your violin. What? <laughs> what? <sighs> Yeah, that's even worse. I can't even. Uh, I know. I know. It was bad enough when we had to get graphing calculators, but like a violin. Also, can you imagine having to having to teach thirty-eight no. year olds hot cross buns on I a have, shrill cat instrument? Mm, <laughs> I have heard children play violins before. It is my least favorite it's thing. So awful. It is enough. It is enough to sterilize yourself. <laughs> yeah, that was probably when I was like, "Oh no, this is closed for business." <laughs> Literally never. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is. Things go in there and don't come out. I mean, they come out. I don't keep everything. <laughs> so, I mean, <but> yeah. <laughs> my family are are hoarders. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's just a whole stash it's like it's like in Fantastic Beasts where he's got the little suitcase and then it's a whole world inside I feel like I feel like this is a segue into our episode of how I learned to masturbate badly <laughs> my vagina is eight miles wide <laughs> Thematic. Oh, yeah. So, um, um, yeah, so smells and things. Um, I remember, did you, how early in advance, so elementary school, how far in advance did you find out what teachers you, wait, how many teachers did you have per grade? That's a better question because you had a smaller school than me. There were two homeroom teachers per grade and they would usually, uh, they would, uh, they would, they were the only people who taught the core to us. And then, like, there were specialty teachers, like an art teacher who taught all of the art classes K through 8. Or sure. the music teacher yes. who taught all yeah, the music, right? 
that was how yeah that's how, um, how but, ours worked yes we had two homeroom teachers per grade who each took on respectively social studies math english or language arts and science mm-hmm. yes and i think those were the only core things right yeah that sounds right right yeah or history did you say history in there did i oh i ca- i called that social studies but in fact no i think yeah i think history and social studies were kind of the same thing for us too yeah 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 which is so. weird maybe i don't really know what social studies is <laughs> i remember liking it <laughs> i still couldn't fucking tell you <laughs> hmm. please teachers hit us up tell us what social studies exactly is I think you would have been too young. You don't remember the Challenger explosion, do you? I was that eighty two. Did it ha- or eighty six? Oh, I think it was eighty six. I think it was eighty six. I'm. I was alive, but I was. I was not in school. You were in school. <laughs> I, was, I was alive, but <laughs> dot dot dot. I was a bebe. Uh, so I, my memory of that is so strange because I don't know if it's my memory or if it's something I saw in a movie. I genuinely don't know. I think that, I think, what I think I remember is our teacher rolling in the TV on that dumb cart. Oh, God. And the t- cart that had like a thousand plugs on it and no teacher ever knew how to work it, right? Right, but, right, right. And so uh, somehow, though, and it was like live broadcast TV. And... I remember being aware of what happened, but not really understanding the enormity of it um, because I had not, uh, I didn't know current events at all. So I didn't know what was special about the fact that there were special people on the, on the, it was just like, it's astronauts. We see astronauts all the time. We're right near and NASA. Like I'm very, very entrenched in (laughs) aeronautics. Right. and I think what happened is the Challenger exploded. And then my teacher just kind of sat there. And I remember her saying to another teacher in the hallway, like, what are we going to do? How- oh, teachers talking to each other in the hallway. <laughs> oh, it was always was fascinating. It was fascinating. It or was like, like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I, anyway. Um, I don't remember anyone actually having a sit down with us about it. I don't. I don't wow. remember how that shook out, but I don't remember feeling traumatized by it. So I don't know. I felt like one of those things that adults should have kind of contextualized better, but mm-hmm. did not. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, teachers, teachers talking to each other in the hallway, and or having another teacher watch their classroom for a second. That was <gasps> oh, always that weird. was always so weird. Yes, that was always super weird. <laughs> Oh my god, what a great little little feeling that I could not elocute any other way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, did you have any favorite or least favorite substitute teachers? I know we had some weird ones. I don't really remember yeah, any. All of ours were pretty weird. Um to the to the point where I refer to certain jewelry as substitute teacher jewelry. Nice. Yeah. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I do, yes I do. Oh my god. Um, uh, oh, no, I know exactly. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, my God. The worst substitute teacher of all time. So I ca- I remember this because it was my senior year of high school, so it's slightly newer. And um, 
I had a teacher who has since passed away, who whom I absolutely adored. She taught lit in high school. Her name was Jackie Brown. And I adored her. I absolutely adored her. And so many of the kids who I was who I was telling you, like, were at my reunion and they were like some of my favorite people in school. I just didn't keep up with them. Sure. They had this AP Lit class with me. And it was one of the great joys of my senior year. And uh, Mrs. Brown died from complications with diabetes. She had had diabetes for a very, very long time. And um, even when I was in school, she was um, suffering from complications that increasingly had her out of school for weeks and weeks at a time. Mm-hmm. Until finally, I want to say near the end of, near the middle or end of spring, it did look like she could come back for the remainder of the school year. And she passed, we got passed off to this guy. And this guy was a real, he, he was, um, he taught psych at the school but he was a new psych teacher okay and he ha- and he looked like a an in sync reject he was <laughs> young right so he's like in his 20s he's a football head i want to say he might have even been one of the football coaches at a certain point in time but he's he's young he's really cocky he's such an asshole and he teaches psych and he's a jerk which is, mm-hmm. like, more insult to injury, right? Uh-huh. So for some ungodly reason, this hunk of dead brain cells and muscle mass is <laughs> our sub. And it's just, like, all the most brilliant kids that I went to school with, like, what is he doing here? And he was just <laughs> such a prick, you know? Mm-hmm. He's such a prick. He's young. He He's mouthy. He's shitty and so that was absolutely my least favorite thing especially because ap lit was the first class i had during the day so it set the tone Uh for the rest of the day yeah yeah he was oh i did not like him and i missed her terribly and she's the one who i did the canterbury tale about michael jackson for oh yes (laughs) so good (laughs) <laughs> so good. Um, I remember student teachers more than I remember subs. Like I, we had, we definitely had like a, you know, a stable of subs that would come in and out. Um, but whenever a student teacher would come in, you're like, oh. Ooh. And I found out later. I don't. I don't remember his name at all. I won't even say what any hint about this, but. Mm-hmm. I found out later on that one of my friends had totally been having sex with him. And by having sex, I mean statutory raped by him. Right, right. When she was 14 and (gasps) he was like 21. Yeah. Oh, my God. She was only a freshman. But girl, the way she talked about it, it, she did not feel taken advantage of. However. Right. However. However, it's not her job to say that at 14. Right. Right. She also opened up to me about this. She was somebody who I did not talk to very much. And I wound up... um, I don't know if high school is like this for you, but I, the teachers trusted me so much that I would just do errands for people sometimes and just wind up wandering all over. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. um, And this particular one, I was 
just hanging out in the um, auditorium while the school pictures were going. Because you, the thing was, there was a, they would say, this is what time everything is. And if you have, you know, whatever, if you're getting your school picture taken for the Latin club, and then you know 20 minutes later, this other club that you're in, like you could just hang out and that day nobody cared. <laughs> so I was hanging out and we were reconnecting and I made a joke about him because she was talking about flirting. So we were probably seven, 16 or 17 at this point. Oh, shit, dude. She was much younger. She was probably 13. Yeah, what? I know. Oh, barf. Maybe she was 14 because I was very young for the time. Anyway, regardless, she just, like, spills her guts about this in a in a way that was, like, very tearfully romantic. And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't think that, I don't think you guys were in love. <laughs> Oh, I don't no. think that's what that was. Oh, but then it God. was sort of like I didn't I didn't know what to do. I didn't tell anybody. Sure. Like, I had no she wasn't asking for help of any kind. She was like, Do you remember this guy? I miss him. We used to have lots of sex when I was a child. Oh, <laughs> I, was like, I don't I don't ah. uh-huh. um, no. And then I don't think that she and I ever talked again. Like I think that we're on Facebook now. But <laughs> Fuck. Anyway. We had um so this is all hearsay. I have not heard it directly from the horse's mouth. But there was famously in our class uh, a girl who was totally head over heels um, about over a pretty young teacher, a young mm-hmm. male teacher. He wasn't super young, but I would say like at most he was 30. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't really know but he was like approaching 30 and he was handsome and uh she had had him in like middle school and then he moved up to the high school and everybody knew that she was totally bananas about him Mm -hmm. um and the rumor that i heard was that the night of graduation he slept with her oh yeah Wow. So yeah. barely legal in like the most ba, barely. Ba, 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 barely legal. I Ugh. mean, if it were me, it would not have been legal. I didn't turn 18 until after the school year was over. Oh, same. <laughs> but yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, oh, and God, I think it's happened. Everybody was having so much more sex than I ever did. Oh, a thousand percent. <laughs> and I, again... <laughs> I'm not like sad that I missed out on student on high teacher school sex. I'm taking mean. advantage of well no no no. High school so there's one thing though when it's people who are your own age. <laughs> he will right. Although I have to wonder how good high school sex was for anyone. Oh I mean probably just very sloppy, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some people are probably good at it, I guess. Maybe. Sloppy and anxiety-inducing. Oh, I mean, God. those those are what I would think of, which is not to say that I didn't want to have sex every single day of my life in high school, because of course I did. Sure. However, I also wonder if I was missing out on anything. Well, and for me, we were all on the same page of not knowing what the fuck we were doing, whereas right. now everybody can watch porn oh. all the time for however... And there's oh. no guidance about, like, what is and is not. Shit, I haven't 
normal. That never <laughs> even occurred to me. Right, because it wasn't streaming. Like, you could find porn. Yeah, yeah, but you had to go looking for it, and you probably had to pay for it and or borrow right. it from somebody's brother. <laughs> right, 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 right. And it, was, it, was, it wasn't like the highly produced porn of today. No, but but even worse slash better slash worse, there was also no amateur stuff. So there was, I mean, not widely. It was it was harder to find, in, mm. unless it was you know somebody's parents. I was definitely at a party where someone put in a tape, and it was people's parents having sex. Oh no! Horrifying and oh, wonderful. No. I mean, we didn't watch it. We took it out. But it was definitely like the whole party screeched to a stop. And my friend was like, everyone has to go home. Oh, my God. Wait, did the friend not know that there was that like the friend mean to put on, I don't know, fucking poltergeist and it turned out to be. Yeah, it wasn't the person who lived there who put the tape in. So it was probably like kids on too much Mountain Dew just going through all the VHS tapes and found one maybe, I think maybe in a closet and was like, Mm -hmm. what's this? Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> oh no oh shit uh mm. yeah yes right we all very much didn't know what we were doing and it was possible to get to glean little tiny bits here and there but really it was mostly just a bunch of bumbling adolescents figuring it out together right and if you were lucky at all someone would be like that doesn't feel good <laughs> or that right. does feel good or uh right. in in my case um I just, I, the people's tongue technique with kissing was always very furious and curious to me. (laughs) Touch and go. Yeah, where I was, I mean, I don't want to say I was more evolved, but I feel, I always felt like anything like that, kissing, et cetera, was like you feel out someone's vibe and you see what's happening and there's like a give and take. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I definitely kissed a lot of people or it was just like very jabby. Oh. Just like someone trying to murder me with their tongue. <laughs> oh, that's a bummer. And there's <laughs> girls at least talk to each other about stuff like that, but boys don't. No. Mm-mm. No. I don't think there's any heart to heart about like tongue technique there. No. Or if they or if there is, it's like I did this, she loved it, man. Right, right, right. <laughs> You gotta try this. Or I don't know, just do all of it. <laughs> just do all of it. <laughs> it's throwing spaghetti at the wall. Oh. <laughs> no, yes. thank you. Um, was there a makeout spot in your high school? Yes. Well, in the high school, probably, yeah. and I didn't know it. Um, there were there were lots of nooks and corners. There were yeah, ample we, places to hide and ample. no uh, no cameras, <laughs> no cameras, no security guards. Uh, we had I, one security guard who patrolled the outside, but he was rarely ever inside. Yeah, I mean, we had very low security. That, that I mean, so so as like a as like a as like a mile marker interestingly the columbine shooting happened at the end of my freshman year okay. and that absolutely turned things upside down inside out although not still not spectacularly for my high school like it it wasn't like it is now for sure yeah. um but there was a heightened sense of unease that something like that could happen there um that was like the basically the first school shooting uh if you yeah. are too young to have experienced what that was like in schools or among young people but um 
Yeah, it was a really old, beautiful, ornate building with lots of alcoves and lots of like lots of doors that went to places that people usually were not. Yes, I yes, we had a lot of that too. We had like just (laughs) empty rooms and closets and stuff. Yes, there were so many. I mean, if you wanted to find somewhere to make out, you absolutely could. Yeah, for sure. Um. I didn't get any of that, so I can't. No, speak. I didn't either. But I know where I knew where all of them were. <laughs> I will say all of that is preferable to where I have literally never, ever, ever been. But was apparently the number one like hangout to get high, hangout to get drunk, hangout to hook up spot among my among high schoolers at my high school forever, which uh, was a place called the Ski Jump. And it wasn't a place. I mean, it was a little like it was nestled into the woods on a cliff. Oh. Um, I mean, as far as I can gather, it was essentially like a fort with a with like a fire pit and kids would just hang out there. But I don't actually know because I never, ever went. Yeah, we it was called the ski jump. I've never been there. That was where you went to do anything that you didn't want to get caught doing, basically. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I mean, there were plenty of spaces at the school. Mm. An abundance of spaces. Yeah. 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 uh, Ours ours was mostly the one that I knew about was the lighting booth, for sure. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had, okay, so our auditorium was absolutely beautiful. First of all, there was that secret area in the back of the auditorium that I told you had that private bathroom. Yes. And then the door to the boiler room. Yes. So there was that. And oh. it had an exit to a balcony oh. uh, so, you could, so you could go outside too. That was all very secretive. And then inside the auditorium, oh, oh, on the stage we had a loft – that if you were feeling particularly daring, you could climb up the old rickety ladder built into the wall and mm-hmm. go up into the prop loft and make out. I know for sure that there were kids that did that. Oh. And that was that sounds like a great place to keep props, something that you would have to lug up a fucking <laughs> I know, right? Come on, what? And that was off stage right. And then in the auditorium proper There was another exit to a balcony, and then in the back where they would, like, sell tickets and concessions, there were two staircases that led up to the balcony, and there was, oh, there was this beautiful little, there were, like, hidey holes in the balcony, and, like, this magical little hallway you could go down. It was bananas. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yep, yep, yep. And very rarely did people go into the balcony anyway um so yeah an abundance of spots to just that's so funny do yeah i just i just remember two secret bathrooms that i used to use all the time which i completely forgot until just now (gasps) i love the Um, secret bathrooms yes so uh in the there were two ways three ways to get into our auditorium one was from the outside like if you were coming to see a show you would go up these stairs and then you would be you would go through the um lobby i guess and mm-hmm. there were bathrooms there so there were like maybe three stall bathrooms but that was unless there was something crazy happening with the the drama stuff like unless there were the drama kids were using the stage mm-hmm. that area was empty so that mm-hmm. was like 
prime, getting whatever you needed to do in private. Done. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Uh, And then there was another one. Um, So if you went out one way, you'd be on the chorus and band hall. And if you went out the other, you were on this long hallway that mostly had the guidance office and then maybe another teacher's lounge. Yes, teacher's lounge, because that was where I used to sneak in and get the honey buns. Those were delicious. God, no one was paying attention to my nutrition as a child. Anyway. Are um, you Winnie the Pooh? Did you just sneak in and go get some honey for yourself? I, honey buns. The honey buns. The, um, those, uh, those, those very wet honey buns that oh come in a little package God. that you could get in a um, – in a. Uh, Dispense machine and a what's it called in a uh, uh, snack, oh, no. snack what's a snack machine called? <laughs> Fuck. Um, Where you put money in and then you get a snack. We'll call it a snack machine. Wow. What's it called? Oh, oh no. I I'm I. Wait a second. Wait a second. I'm. Is it a dispenser? <laughs> no, snack. it's called like. It's not called snack machine. What is wrong with me? <laughs> no. Is no, it called a vending machine? machine? It's a yes. vending machine. Yes. Oh, my God. Thank God. Thank you, Google. <laughs> I had to Google it. That's what happened. I had to Google I it. I hate it. Yeah, they had better stuff in the teacher's vending machines. Oh, they had, of course they, they had did. more sugary shit in there. So um, we were obviously not supposed to go into either of the teacher's lounges. However... At a certain point in the evening, if we were there for, like, OM or or OM. theater stuff. <laughs> <laughs> OM is what it's about. Um, then we were there, like, late, late, like, 6 o'clock. Uh, and so, yeah, we just, you could sneak in anywhere. Nothing was locked. Why was nothing locked? I, they, because they just didn't even, it wasn't even on their radar no, but I we can't were... tell you how many times I was able to get into the school. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I – so coming back to that, there was a bathroom on that hallway um, that I want to say maybe my – I think it, we weren't supposed to be using it, but nobody really even knew it was there. So that was where in high school when I didn't have running water for a while, I oh. would come in early – and I would take a little bird bath in that bathroom. Oh, honey bunny. I did fine. Yeah, you did. I mean, you were fucking resourceful. <laughs> I was. You were resourceful and you still maintained a delightful disposition. So Yeah, I was cute. <laughs> I, made, I made it all work. But um, yeah, secret bathrooms. You talked about that secret bathroom and I was like, that's amazing. And then I, I loved that, that I secret bathroom. Too. I needed that secret bathroom. I had IBS, girl. It was oh, awful. Oh, my God. I lived in that bathroom. Once I found it, I was yeah. like, never not going in this one. Yes. Ever. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, all those little hidey holes and the smell of the school. Um, when I went back to Don's high school... Uh, I think it was when we were there for his his reunion. Oh my God, they had it at the high school. Oh no, 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 they did not. No, oh, no, we were just back in town. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. no, it was. I think it was at like a nightclub venue, like a like somebody's band played on a stage. Nice. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, but Don was like, "I want you to see my high school," so we drove past it, and then he was like, "Let's just see." And sure enough, there was summer school happening, and there were there was nobody watching anything anywhere. And this was before 
let's see. It was his 10-year reunion, and he's four years older than me, so whatever that math is. Um, it was – there had been enough school shootings that one would think somebody was paying attention, and yet mm. we, we literally – we could have – um, just done like some breakfast club style running around those hallways. <laughs> nice. Oh man. Uh, that would what be was a your, lovely feeling. What was your school library like? Uh, um, I loved the library in my elementary school. I absolutely adored it. I spent so much time there. I, w- I could have lived there. Um, <laughs> and, you know, that was just during school hours, had a really sweet librarian who was always very nice to me. And uh, I was also really big on the town library. So my mom and I would go uh, constantly. I was a very, very avid reader. Um, And I just, I mean, I read everything. So I was always at a library, which is why when I went to high school, I was like, yay, library. But the librarian was the meanest fuck (gasps) anyone could ever. Now, look, is she wrong? Are most children in the library horrible? Yes. (laughs) I am certain she earned her disposition, (laughs) if I'm really being generous. (laughs) However, for all of the kids who just wanted to have a library experience again she was the worst the Mm. worst so i really didn't go into the library often uh in high school in our in our high school library i spent very little time in there uh comparatively Mm, yeah she was just she was not pleasant and she was so mean to everyone wow yeah that sucks. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Um our uh my elementary school um librarian. Wow. Doing <laughs> doing great. Bowling 300 today. <laughs> um her name was Trilby. Her name was Trilby Lynn, but everybody called her Trilby. And I thought that was the coolest name. Um, and she definitely had like early eighties style. Like she was, she was like a definitely like um, whatever just post bell bottoms was. <laughs> mm-hmm, okay. Yes. <laughs> With great big glasses. I mean, she was just so sweet. And I remember her taking time specifically because um, I was reading on an advanced level, and she would try to point me towards things that I would think were fun. So I remember there was like a whole series of like. Um, I mean, historical figures for kids, I guess, which mm-hmm. I remember they were at least trying to be diverse with those, which was nice, but probably still problematic at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she was the one who pointed me towards Roald Dahl a little bit, which was great. It was definitely something I was interested in, but the James and the Giant Peach I've told you before was very traumatizing for me. I didn't like that whole concept. I didn't like it. What? What activated you the most about James and the Giant Peach? Um, well, so, regardless of how he felt about his guardians, a giant fruit killed them. Then he eats his way into the middle, and there's giant talking bugs. So, really, and also <laughs> sticky. He, everybody's sticky through the whole thing. I can't, all of it. I hate all of that. <laughs> I hate all of it. Like, and I don't remember what else. I feel like they roll around in the peach, and they go somewhere. I don't, I want nothing to do with any of it. Oh, the peach flies. 
Oh, of course, the peach flies. The peach, because the peach goes into the sea, and it floats in the sea until sharks start eating it, and see, once sharks start eating is... it, <laughs> then seagulls. Uh, then the spider makes webs to. The spider connect. was cool. She was she was great. I remember yeah. her. The spider makes webs to connect to seagulls, and the seagulls then fly the peach to New York. I think. If What's I the end right. game here? Is he trying to find new parents? Um, he goes to New York and the press has a field day. <laughs> and I forget what happens to him. Gross. It's all so gross. <laughs> Everyone's so sticky. <laughs> so, I hate sticky. I hate sticky. I was, somebody was just joking around the other day about like, like, haha, licking whipped cream off of somebody. Isn't that sexy? And I'm like, no. No. But I'll tell you so why. It's not because it gets sticky. It's because the human body warms up dairy product very quickly. Ew. Don't ask me why. I mean, yes, ask me why I know this because I'm not actually telling you about, about uh, some intimate experiences. I worked at a camp. <laughs> where we had a you know like a like a like a fair one day we did like a carnival and oh, and you played that game where everybody just gets a handful of whipped cream uh no there were that's, I'm uh, kidding that's not a game oh it's not oh <laughs> um, <laughs> you know on field day where you do sack races and the handful of whipped cream game I um I ran the theater at the camp and my dear friend Ricky was Why haven't my... we talked more about this but please go on. Oh shit, we should do another jobs episode by the way cuz I'm sure we were not exhaustive. No. I've done terrible <laughs> things for money. <laughs> oh my god. So I was the theater director of this camp. And my music director, Ricky, and I were, like, in charge of the dunk tank. And also, we had to make whipped cream pies to pie people in the face. Oh, my well, God. I get fucking pied in the face, and it's great. And I'm like, ah, I'm covered in whipped cream. Give that shit seven minutes in summer sun. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, why do I smell like old bad milk getting horribly worse? And oh. it took so many shampoos to get the smell of warming whipped cream out of my hair like no absolutely the fuck not Mm-mm. no i mean no. if you're like immediately gonna lick it up a beak isn't but if you're not if you're like oh wait why do we bring up whipped cream <laughs> um sticky <laughs> James sticky. and the Giant Peach. Oh, James and the Giant Peach. School right. librarian. Yeah, yeah. It's not sticky. It will, however, start to basically uh, curdle on your skin. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember my middle school library at all. But I feel like it was. I think my high school one was right when you walked in, and then and then middle school. I feel like you walked in, and there was the gym right in front of you. Yes, that's correct for sure. I think, yes, the library, so both my intermediate school and the um, high school were basically the same layout. I believe that the intermediate school had been the black high school back when there was segregation. Oh, fuck. And then the high school was the white high school. So, the, Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so it was the same layout, but there had been more, slightly more additions <gasps> to the high school. Um, I don't know. I'm going to look up more information about that. But That's interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, horrible. It Virginia. It was, Something I hadn't even considered because. Right. 
I grew mm-hmm. up in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that stuff was not that far out of the realm of comprehension from no. when I was growing up. So, um, 20 years sh- earlier, sh- that's sh- it. Mm-hmm. 20 years of dropping the fucking bucket. 20 years ago, NSYNC was singing Bye Bye Bye. So, like, oh, hello. God. Wow. I know. <laughs> I don't like those kind of perspectives. <laughs> yeah. That is brain hurty. I know. Oh, but, um, but our uh, our high school library was two stories. So you'd walk in, and it had a very high ceiling, and then there was a balcony. And the only thing I remember going up to the ba- – I didn't spend much time in there. And I went and I checked out Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance because we were doing a, a, a thing about autobiographies. Mm-hmm. And I could not get through that thing to save my life. I remember sitting up there and, like, trying to read it, trying to read it. And then I was like, I guess I am going to have to check this out because I thought maybe I could just, like, come in and read it a few pages on my lunch hour every day for a week. No. Um, and then I never actually no, read no. it. I wound up – I went – like, I either got a, a D minus or, or a failing grade on that because I hated it and I tried to write a book report on a book I didn't read and I got called out on it. Oh, no. Oh, I'm certain I ended up doing that with some books. But moreover, what happened – was that I would wait until the 11th hour mm. and then take a sick day. Uh, what Maybe it was a time to kill. I think I took two sick days to read a time to kill from like 8 in the morning Ooh, until girl. 10 at night <laughs> because I wasn't doing my assigned reading because there's too much fucking schoolwork for a child to live any kind of a life. Yeah. You I know, agree with that. and I wasn't like hanging out with my friends being an idiot. I mean, well, I was <laughs> hanging out with my friends being an idiot, but it was within structured activities, right? <laughs> so, like, yes, forensics constantly. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I and putzing around. I wasn't putzing around, and then my senior year, my AP Lit class, um, I had bad senioritis, and I just couldn't get all of the reading done. And I remember staying up. Oh, God, so late all the time trying to catch up with Hamlet and Canterbury Tales and Beloved and just like – and I think we had to do um, journaling for each assigned section. So I would have to like fill a journal with my thoughts on the – you know, on the context and the – I mean, just – That's too much. Oh, it was so much. And then I didn't even take the AP exam. Girl. (laughs) I mean, not that I took the class to get AP credits. I took the class because I knew it would be a really good time. And it was with people I liked. And I really wanted sure. to, to have class with Mrs. Brown. But um, no, I never took the AP exam because I was like, why would I want to rob myself of the opportunity to do this in college? <laughs> and then my college <laughs> English class was Yo-ho, I wished I had taken that AP exam every single fucking day. Oh, no. That I had to was it through. boring? Uh, a little. Mm. It was a little boring, but the amount of writing that I had to do about things that I didn't care about was oh. enormous. I don't wow. mind writing. I, I am more than happy to write my face off. However... Please let me do it about something that I give even a microbe of a shit about. <laughs> That's wonderful. 
So I was saying to Jen before, like, I feel like we could do a whole other episode um, because we didn't really get into favorite teachers. We didn't really get into specific coursework stuff, which I could definitely drill down into. We didn't get into, like, um, social hierarchies or, like, uh, school pictures. I mean, we talked about after school clubs a little bit, but, like, um, I feel, yeah, I feel like that there's more to be mined here. For sure. Feels like a good... Let's wrap up with a wrap up. Let's wrap up with talking about back to school shopping. Um, and I mean like the moment that you get to reinvent who you are. Oh god. In in that shining little glimmer of hope that <laughs> that awaited me every year in August, I was like, I'm gonna get it right this time. Mm-hmm. No one's gonna think I'm a big weirdo. <laughs> I got bad yeah. news for you, kid. You're no. so weird. <laughs> so so weird. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the only time I ever felt good about any of that, I, I mean, I and I would plan. I know I planned my first day of school outfits and things like that, but I. The only two times that I ever felt any kind of cool was um, probably uh, middle school or elementary school. I had Lisa Frank, I had Lisa Frank Trapper Keeper, and I had colored paper, which I couldn't use for assignments, but I used to pass notes. Oh, so I had like purple and light pink, um, and I had colored pens to write on those with, which I also couldn't use for assignments, but it didn't matter. Uh, and I had um, a cool ass pencil case. So that I felt awesome about. Mm. And I think that my Trapper Keeper had toucans on it. But nice. I don't know why. I remember the I, toucan Trapper Keeper. Yeah, right? Yes. 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 I oh. would give anything to still have my old Trapper Keeper. Oh, yeah. I ha- I also had a pencil case that had, um, there was a period of time where like anything that was vinyl also had two layers of vinyl and water with glitter trapped in it. Yes! You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. This is a poor choice of construction for a pencil case wherein it you is. put sharp things <laughs> that didn't last very long, but for the moments that it did, it was very cool. Yes. Um, and then the other time that I was like, I had achieved a modicum of cool, I've, I've talked about this before, where I had gotten... It was high school, and I had gotten Birkenstocks, and I had gotten um, a Peace Frog shirt where mm-hmm. they were in a in the circle like the 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 dead bears, like the uh-huh, dead uh-huh. bears. The yes, spiral. and that's like the, as cool as I can remember ever actually achieving. You're everything gonna else was just a blur of of me trying way too hard. Oh, you're going to love this. I didn't, I had, I don't even know if I've ever really thought about it outside of the school machine, but my uh, neighbor's son, who is nine, um, came, I was hanging out with my neighbor and he came out of the house in a sweatshirt and it's like 90 degrees. Mm-hmm. And he was like, mom, it looks so cool. And she was like, yeah, it does, buddy. And he goes back inside and she's like, that's his back to school stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, of course, of course you'd oh, get the clothes yeah, and you'd be so excited for those clothes just like imagining that you would try and put them on in the summertime. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm, yes, totally. And just like the thought of that brought me such joy because I could absolutely remember that. Um, yeah, like the long sleeved shirts and the flannels and 
<laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, sure. I would say my very favorite until high school. And by the time I got to high school, I was like, I know what I like to wear and I know people like me regardless of it. So it's fine. Right. I didn't have friends before high school. So I was really just trying to figure out my way in. And it was the first day of seventh grade. And I felt like I had just gotten enough of a handle on what looked cool Mm -hmm. to go shopping with my mom and be able to say, yes, I want this and I want that. And my first day of school, I ended up wearing this incredibly 90s shirt that was like blue and it was um, it was a shiny collared button up short sleeve shirt. Right. So it was like shitty satin. Uh And the pattern on the satin was like blue and white tie dye bursts with like butterflies, maybe? Ooh. All right. I can get behind that. Yeah. It was very late 90s. And I probably wore some kind of a choker with it. And I wore a skort, a denim skort. Mm -hmm. Because I still couldn't get it all the way right. Uh, and, uh, and, and yeah, that was, that was an outfit that I felt very proud of. Another outfit I felt very proud of in 1998, uh, which was my eighth grade year. We had like a winter dance and it was absolutely the time of really shiny fabrics and appropriated oriental fabrics. So it was normal Uh to find like Chinese dragons, right? Oh, sure. I remember that. Right. And like cherry blossoms and and Chinese and Japanese characters on things. Um, And I had this long ankle length slit shitty satin skirt that had like Chinese flowers and dragons all over it. And then I had this shitty shiny satin uh like champagne colored blouse with bell sleeves <laughs> oh yeah oh no i love those blouses yeah those like peasanty blouses yes 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 and the two of them together were rather incredible and i wore platform heels <laughs> <laughs> and was truly an icon of 1998. Uh, I felt good about this. Amazing. Yeah, those platforms, epic? those platforms were not fucking around, man. They were not fucking around, no. I had a couple of great pairs of platform shoes that I honestly still miss to this day, that I'm mm. sure if I put them on as a 36-year-old woman in the year of our Lord 2020, <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, what am I doing to my spine? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But I loved him as a kid, and I was not i was not a girl who wore heels regularly. I mean, I wore them to forensics tournaments, um, and I did them when I was performing, but that was it. I wasn't one of those girls who was like, high heels now, and then wore it every day to school. Mm-hmm. No. Ooh, no, no, no. Mm-mm. But yeah, I felt particular. That, I mean, to be clear, that magical first day of seventh grade where I showed up in my uh, weird butterfly tie-dye and my skorts. I was like, it's going to change. And it didn't. But I still look at the picture of that outfit. And I'm like, you tried. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, what I would just describe didn't make anybody like me more. Um, but I felt like I, the closest. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This was actually. This is the most approximate to what I can uh, gauge culture once. <laughs> yes. 
Um, <sighs> well, that was a lot, and it felt good. And I do feel good. I'm sorry for everybody who is having complicated feelings about what to do with their kids this going back to school time. And if there's any children listening to this, what are you doing? But I'm sorry for you too. I can't imagine what everybody's going through right now. I don't oh, truly. I, and to all of our teacher friends, like we love you and we love you, and we're sorry that that no one is supporting you in a way that is not murderous. Oh, I had <laughs> my friend April in Florida. She <gasps> April. That, yes, I love her. Um, she somebody in her group asked, well, "What are we still going to have to do school shooter drills?" <laughs> and they were like. Yes, and we don't know how we're going to do that right now because oh, that generally involves, God. like, as I understand it, taking the kids and hiding in a small space together. Oh, I hate it. So there's that. Mm. And, you know, so so upsetting for the parents who are having to choose between um, safety and um, financial stuff, like sending their kids For back sure. to school because they have to. I don't know. The world's on fire. Everything's on fire and terrible, and it's really hard to make decisions right now that are actually in our best interests because because nothing because everything's a coping mechanism right now. Everything is coping. <laughs> That's right. Um, I have to, I have a recommendation, and Ooh. that is, um, Donna and I just started watching Outlander. Oh, uh, you have, have I'm you? very excited about that. Girl, I don't know how you're watching that together, I'll be real. <laughs> Oof, it is steamish. Wow, wow, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know I like my Scottish accents. So Gabby tipped me off to that one. Yeah, I didn't, Don, Don just learned the term bodice ripper, so he <laughs> He very much enjoys using that term uh, appropriately, which this is absolutely an appropriate place. Um, I watched all of Hollywood, and I don't know if I liked it or not. Uh, I was oh. fascinated by it. I liked the first couple of episodes, and then it, it felt – I need to read some more think pieces about this because it seems a little white savory, and it seemed a little uh, – I don't know. I want to know more about <laughs> about the the – racial breakdowns of the people who wrote and and were in charge of it because it right it, it very much seemed like white people sat around and were like wouldn't it have been nice if people of color got a better shot earlier in in the film industry right which on and, and as a writer myself my main project does examine that but it's not totally devoid of the realities that actually existed sure and i'm not saying that it couldn't have all happened like that it just felt masturbatory it felt very self-indulgent and it didn't aren't we so good for being white and helping them it felt (laughs) weird oh um that said whatever was happening with patty lapone's hair slash wig through the entire thing i am so jealous and i need it she had the most perfect sculpted crispy curls through the whole thing Ugh. also lots of hot gay boy stuff in that so props props for that if you're looking for it just to watch boys kiss then yes oh well that's good yeah so the guy there's... 
the guy who plays Rock Hudson is great, and then the guy Ooh. who plays the the writer Archie is great. I have a couple book recommendations. Um, so I have some wonderful summer reading in front of me. Two fat authors whom I adore have released their summer reads. First of all, the, my beloved Julie Murphy, the woman who wrote Dumplin' and Puddin' mm-hmm. and Ramona Blue, um, has uh, has partnered with Valiant Comics to write the first novelization of Faith. Oh, yes. Which, if y'all don't know, Faith is, is fat and jubilant and she flies her... Her um, superhero name is Zephyr, and Valiant is, um, she, in in Valiant's Harbinger universe, she is one of the main characters. And she has been out in the world since 1992, but the last couple of years have really seen some growth and awareness for her as they've been in development on a film. And uh, Julie now wrote the first novelization of Faith called Faith Takes Flight. And Julie writes young adult novels and is just so lovely and writes so lovingly and responsibly about uh about being fat and with such compassion and fat joy and i i just think the world of her so there's a new faith book so if you're getting jazzed about um atypical superheroes that is a wonderful wonderful piece to, to pick up hey uh just yes. real quick sidebar you know what i think is weird the <laughs> she the reason why i was so confused about her for so long is because i didn't realize it was the faith was her like muggle personality and then zephyr was her oh yeah that makes sense yeah you know why because can you think of another goddamn superhero who we do that, that to that, oh who do we do that to nobody Oh, Nobody's no, like, you know exactly. who I like? I like to read the Peter Parker comic books. Right, right, exactly. No, we don't refer to her primarily as Zephyr. Yep. That is so weird. It is very strange. Yeah, it's very strange. Um, another, and the other book that has come across my path of late is Jennifer Weiner's book, Big Summer. Jennifer Weiner, uh, I mean, I don't mean this word in the derogatory sense at all. She is like, in my eyes, queen of chiclet in that I have probably since like the late 90s or early 2000s, I've been reading her books and she has always featured leads who were in larger bodies than was typical at the time. And these women were all very nuanced and powerful and confident and sexy and loved and talented. And she has, as long as I have been reading Chiclet, she has been um, really showing up for plus size heroines. And her new book, Big Summer, is out. And I I just always enjoy reading her. So yay! Um, new books for you if that feels up your alley. And if if this is the kind of thing that uh, makes you feel good, um, if you like to buy new pens and things like that, I would really like to recommend Papermate Flare. They're the felt tip pens that they're like little skinny markers, and they come in wonderful sherberty colors. And um, they're not cheap; they're weirdly weirdly more expensive than I would think for what's basically a pack of fucking markers, but. Um, they've done me well and lasted very mm-hmm. long and they don't bleed too bad through paper. So if you're looking for a fun thing, 
a little treat if that's the kind of thing I encourage you to go find get a fresh start get a new get a new notebook uh, in related news and over the past 20 years I've been almost exclusively writing in sharpie ultra fine point markers oh uh, it's my jam and also <laughs> a blast from the past I want to say one of the first um, one of the most popular back to school items in like 96 or 97 was those glittery gel pens. Oh, yes. That oh, everyone I still love those. bought. Yes. And they would always, uh, they would always gunk up for me. Like I yeah. couldn't get them to work. But. No, they only worked for like three days and then they got that weird booger on the tip. And then when you pick it yes. off, it would just leak all over. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, that totally. I mean, when you were like, oh, buying a new pack of pens, I was like, oh, my God, the glitter gel pens. Yes. Yeah, I do still Mm -hmm. have – I still have a couple of those. Bless you. (gasps) Bless. All right, fuck buddies. Fuck buddies. We love you very much, and we hope you are hanging in. Yay. Yay. Back to hell we I'm, go. I hope I'm hanging in. <laughs> yeah, fucking same, girl. Aye. All right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>